0: Thank <laughs> today's edition of itm the lakers win their 17th championship in team history and that means lebron got his fourth ring we give our own top five athletes of all time tom Brady doesn't know the rules of football anymore i ate a great burger kevin drank a great beer guys welcome to episode 41 of inside the minds uh i'm matt joined by kevin chris Hello. bart what's up what's going on
1: hey matt guess what yes we're going to uh blackhawks blues game for free Yes, we are.
0: Yes, we are. That is true. Yes, we are. Chris, you want to tell the people about that bet that we made, I don't know, back in, I think, December?
2: Here's the thing about here's the thing about that bet is that and I'm not making excuses. I'm I'm fully prepared to, you know, hand up my end of the bargain, end of the deal. But I also made that bet not knowing COVID was a thing. That is so um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy because i th- i think without covid we win this bet but um essentially what the bet was is that if petrangelo signed back with a blues uh kevin and i would owe bart and matt tickets to a blues blackhawks game in the future and we're not really sure when that's gonna be now since 2027 since covid um but nah, i'll make sure it's 20 you know if it was uh before if it was vice Matt versa, they'd be owing us tickets too. So, of course, Alex Petrangelo news coming out today that he signed a seven-year deal with the Vegas Golden Knights. So, by default, Kevin and I now owe Bart and Matt tickets to a Blues-Blackhawks game, which I hope they want to go in St. Louis because I just really like games in St. Louis. But if they want to go to the UC, I guess I'm getting $15 helmet nachos, which I'm pretty okay with too.
0: Bart. Part, uh, you know, it's UC's kind of close, right? You know, it's it's very convenient to go to the UC. That's so fair. I think we're gonna go to one in the UC. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am open to
1: checking out a new arena, but
2: have you never been to Enterprise Center?
0: No. no oh, I've that's been, where we're it's, going. It's great
2: too. It's really cool.
0: There's a uh, piece away from stands, the whole, That's all you need. Almost person park. That's right outside of the arena. That you know can get you killed, but that's fine. They've cleaned it also... up.
1: It also depends on. Uh, well, you could say the same thing about the UC. I
2: was about to say. Wait a minute. There's you walk- a <laughs> park. You walk one block west, and it's automatically a place you don't want to be, and we both know that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but it's not right beside the arena?
1: <laughs> but it also depends on the timing of the game, too. So, right. I mean, you know. But I'm definitely down to check out
2: enterprise center i would think be well, pretty cool too you know the tickets are cheaper there too so the that's more alcohol what I consider. um but yeah so matt in part i'm looking forward to this game we're going to even though we have to pay for your tickets but that's that's just fine because hockey's hockey
0: all right chris and kevin uh we thank you for your kind generosity uh 100 level seats will be just fine. We'll be okay. Or, I mean, right behind the bench. Whatever. I, you know, whatever here, is good for you guys. Out, that's dang, what's I good was, for us.
2: I was thinking <laughs> glass suits, but okay.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: even better. What? Even better. What? No, I guess not, man.
0: No, 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 no. I said even better. All right, boys. So here's the thing. So let's get right into it. Uh, before we get into our uh, food talk, uh, let's talk about the Lakers. The Lakers won their 17th championship in Team history, uh, making this LeBron's fourth ring. Uh, first, let's talk about the heat. Um, Jimmy Butler literally left it out on the table besides, you know, game six. I mean, they just – you could tell that they were just gassed. Uh, it was bad, and they just weren't going anywhere. Um, but what do you – I think Miami's going to be a place to place to go now. I, it's definitely going to be a, a place that attracts free agents. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you have Eric Spolstra, who's a top two coach in the NBA, right behind Pop that's up for debate with most people but i would put him in top two and then you have pat riley there's gm everyone wants to go play for pat riley and then jimmy butler tyler hero duncan robinson bam Adebayo. like you have all these young talented stars or developing stars like who wouldn't want to go play with them
0: and you know who is wanting to go play with them yeah yeah that's yeah, I firmly believe that. I mean, honestly did say that he wants to stay in Milwaukee. Uh, no one wants to stay in Milwaukee. There's nothing to do in Milwaukee besides kayak and go to breweries. But Miami, there's you know all the, all the everything, everything. You they have
1: of. dolphins. They got they, they got, and they have cocaine. And you
0: know. dolphins and cocaine. What and a party. Straight, straight from Columbia, you know? Wow. Straight from okay. Columbia
1: too. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up with Giannis. Let's take it let's take a road trip together, Giannis. Like just pick me up on your way. We'll go cruise down to Miami. It'll be a fun time.
0: Definitely don't think that he's
1: gonna I don't I don't think he wants to listen to Taylor Swift uh the entire trip. So I'll I'll make some <laughs> I can't even think of the word.
0: But... <laughs> you <can't, you're> just...
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll... I will let Giannis control the radio as long as I need to play one Taylor Swift song.
0: And then he's going to go right into his Greek music. And then...
1: That's fine. I, I wanna y'all are going
0: to be, be making Saganaki on the plane. You, whooppa, and break some plates.
1: That's not Japanese, but...
0: Saganaki sure. is the cheese that they eat, the burnt cheese that they make. Oh, is that what That's it's called? called? Yeah, Saganaki, dude. Eh,
1: that stuff's delicious. I've had it. It's really amazing. i a Saki.
0: No, sake is the stuff that you drink when you go... I know.
1: That's that's what Kevin's thinking.
0: Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. That, yeah.
1: Bart is correct. Bart is yeah. inside my head. He's inside my mind.
0: Oh. And here we are. That, is, that <laughs> dude, are. That was great. That was amazing. And that is why we named this podcast that because Bart, you know, 41 episodes in said that about Kevin <laughs> and <laughs> Kevin had Bart inside his mind. Anyway. All right. Now. On the Lakers, so uh, they dominated. They had a great team all around. Let's let's talk about LBJ. Let's talk about LeBron. LeBron wins his fourth ring. Um, Kevin, give me your two cents first, and then I might agree or disagree with you <laughs> because I don't know what you're about to say.
1: So I found it interesting that LeBron. Wait, his... hold on,
0: hold on. Le- Kevin is a is a LeBron James fan. He doesn't have winning. a favorite team in the NBA. He does not. But he's a LeBron James.
1: Fan. Well, my favorite team in the NBA is actually the Miami Heat. So, but LeBron trumps the Heat. You definitely that,
0: said that when LeBron leaves LA, that you're becoming a Miami Heat fan.
1: I said I'm going oh, bats being my Miami Heat fan, going back? Like, I still oh. I still
0: root for them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, so they're my Eastern Conference team, but I'm going to root for LeBron over the Heat. Anyways, anyways, I loved how LeBron said that he wants his damn respect after the. Uh, or when he was awarded the finals MVP, he deserves his respect. He just won the hardest finals that, have, that has ever been won. 90 Definitely days in the agree. bubble. Yep. Same thing with the Stanley Cup. This was the hardest Stanley Cup to win, so props to Lightning for that. But now LeBron's at four titles, four finals MVPs. He's second all-time in points, first in games played, fourth in rebounds, second in assists, second in steals, I think for finals um and playoffs like this man is undisputed above Jordan yeah he's lost in the finals but this one ring is in my opinion equivalent to 3 and he won it for Kobe so
0: oh my god i know you just didn't say that he won it for this Kobe this one ring is th- what okay, is it, it's, it's not
1: actually equivalent that to three. is blasphemous it's not actually equivalent oh. to 3
0: but I was ready to like, okay, you know what? Have a nice cover. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, the
1: fact that like this ring is definitely worth more than just one ring, just in the circumstances that it took. It
0: is one
1: ring, Kevin. One okay, ring it is also the hardest NBA championship ever. That's
0: yeah, fine. I agree with you. So it's one like ring. one point two. <laughs> Shut up. One ring. Um, one
1: point two. Um, oh it's it it's worth he, so, so he has four point two rings. Yep. I'm I'm your, I, I think that's still less than six. Uh, if if my math is correct, uh, you can correct me on that, though. <laughs> all right. For once, your math is correct. I will give that to you. <laughs> I'll let you have your one
0: math boy. Okay. But, Listen, if y'all want to turn off our pod right now, I do not blame you at all. Because
1: okay, but that's like, I'm not actually saying that like it is worth more than what I am saying. That it's worth more than one. But like in actual significance, when you're looking at, or you're comparing titles, like look at Jordan's teams that he beat in the finals. Look at the circumstances. He clearly had better teams in every finals. I don't even want to say that the Lakers actually had a better team in the finals. Y'all had this this discussion on another podcast. So if y'all want to check that out, I don't remember which one it is. Yeah, we are absolutely. not doing I mean, this. Oh, well, no, 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 not. no. <laughs> you're not. Totally not. <laughs> I'm but not I had to yell at Kevin
0: because one ring, one ring equals one ring. Yeah, it's not so equal. To
1: it one. is. Sir, it is one ring. Like, on paper, like it sits to four, yes. But I'm just saying,
0: like, if you no universe is a fucking three.
1: Is it? You're if you're weighing the significance of this ring and what the Lakers had to go through. They truly, I don't believe that they were actually the better team in this league. They had the two better players, but I think the better overall team and coaching was in Miami. So they weren't actually favored to win this finals at all from the start. The Clippers were, and then the Bucks were. So. All in all, what he went through, the significance of this title, like imagine if LeBron and the Lakers lost this title in the year Kobe died. He never would have heard the end of it. But he managed the pressure. He got it done. And Jimmy Butler was actually his hardest finals opponent ever. He's harder on him than Kawhi was. He's a harder opponent than Steph Curry was. For sure. Um, So, yeah, personally, I think this was his hardest finals to win. It has more significance than all the other ones. And I think the Lakers are also going to go back to back. That's wow. my prediction now.
0: Do any of you want to respond? Chris, do you have any anything to say to this man? No. <laughs> okay, Bart.
1: <laughs> no. Sweet. Right. So my argument was solid. Totally no fine. Thought.
0: Well, so here's the thing, Kevin. I, wrong. I, dude, I was vibing with you. I was totally fine. And then I said dude, the f- three. Until, like, my, I, I don't like. I was about to take my headset off. I was like, I'm done.
1: I'm done. So it was like a, a metaphorical worth more than one. I'm, I'm there's not saying no metaphor. Out. No,
0: your math is wrong. You're bad at math. You go back to pre-algebra. You suck. Anyway, you, you suck in fantasy math too. Jeez, right?
1: I failed <laughs> in fantasy math too. I failed all math. Yeah.
0: So I'm glad you admit that. But okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna be a lifelong Michael Jordan fan. What he did, it's 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 one of a kind. He went six for six in the finals. It's undisputed. I mean, like to me, he's gonna be my one A. And I, now I say one A. Uh, I always thought LeBron wouldn't get here. I always thought that he would choke away after whatever, whatever moves that he made after Cleveland. I just you know I didn't think that he deserved any of it. But seeing what he went through in L.A., first of all, L.A. Let's talk about this. Did not embrace him at all whatsoever. Someone made a bureau for him. They trashed it. Someone three times people three times. People were saying that he doesn't deserve to be here. Kobe like will always be above him. This and that like we, you know, we have more legends than you can count. LeBron does not, you know, he, he doesn't mean anything. He's not going to be a Laker. We don't consider, consider him a Laker. Y'all are eating your words right now, which is totally fine. But like what he went through, like I totally understand, like with Kobe, like passing away, totally get it but again lifelong jordan fan but seeing lebron take three teams to 10 nba finals now 11 right 11 is that true right yeah it is uh no this was his 10th finals 10th final okay so yeah his 10th final it's it's amazing it really is i think that's an amazing feat you know four titles now uh most points in the finals, most games played in the playoffs, most minutes in the playoffs. It's it's really special. It really is. I mean, at some point we're going to have to consider like, like I even hate to have this discussion, but for me, he's going to be like a one B and then Kobe's not even going to be, I don't know. Like Kobe can't, I don't know. Like I get it. And perfect. Like if I'm having a fantasy draft, everyone in their prime after this, I'm choosing LeBron over Kobe. If I'm choosing between those two now, I don't know. Like, that's just me. I get it. You know, if Shaq doesn't leave, he probably wins eight ratings. Kobe, what he went through in 9 and 10. I mean, he was the only player that was good on his team. that no, Mario, but don't Well, don't hit on Powell like that. Okay, and then the, who else? Andrew Bynum? <laughs> hey, Bynum was actually good for those two years. Yeah, I'm sure That was. was anyway. But at some point, that I'm had just World saying League. we do have to consider LeBron a 1-B. Um... I, to me he is. I we have to have the conversation of like we this has to be embraced as like like we'll never know it's the greatest of our generation. That's all. Like Kevin was right. Like at the end of the R debate when we had the, on another pod, he did say the greatest of his era. I'm like it's totally fine. I totally agree with that. Here's what Jordan would have done in the bubble though. He would have played cards every night till 3 a.m. with these guys and then dropped 60 on that ass the next game. He just would have. That's just that's his mentality. Oh, he totally would have. Played cards, played chess, played whatever the Connect Four thing is on iPhone games, whatever it is. Three, four a.m. Go into your head, you know. See you tomorrow. I'm gonna drop sixty on that ass, and that's what you know. That's what he would say, and that's what he would do. But listen, but here's I am admitting to it. Like it's special. The record's still 40 percent. I mean, that's you know you can't you can't really give 40%. him that. Well, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, four out of ten. Four out of ten. Um, but, well, yeah, you know, well, that's just my two
1: cents. I want to give a couple of stats here that I just found absolutely absurd. So, LeBron has played now 260 NBA playoff games. He has not ever missed a single game due to injury or sickness, anything. Um, the next closest active player, guess how many games they played?
0: Without missing well, one. First of all, who is it? Because that's what I want to know. James Harden. James Harden? No, he can't be that close. He, you said two hundred. How much? Sixty. Two hundred and sixty.
1: Playoff games? Just playoffs. Playoff games con- consecutively played.
0: James Harden has to have like less than hundred.
1: He's at one twenty-six.
0: He's the one. Oh, all right.
1: So LeBron literally has the next player doubled. The other stat that is baffling. It's even higher now. But uh, last time I saw it was. LeBron has scored 7,700 and something true playoff points. Guess who's the next closest and how many points they've stored? Mm,
0: that's a good question. What 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 era is it? Is it like era, now? it's
1: active? Active players. Yeah. So
0: is it active? Oh, active. Okay. Um Kawhi? No. This Who? guy's actually a store. Oh.
1: <laughs> think Russ can't get out the first round.
2: <laughs> so, no,
0: it's KD. That's I forgot about KD. He's a snake anyway. So true. This yeah, man, I guess.
1: Do you have any guesses on how many points LeBron's at seven thousand seven hundred something? KD like for around four or something. Yeah, four thousand four hundred. Yeah. Brown has that's almost doubled the amount of points he has in in playoffs.
0: And that's why like I retracted like a lot of my statements that I said to you like with, on the debate, like the stats can't lie. you know, the stats can't lie. but like with the amount of points that he like, I don't know, like we have to consider like it all depends on what happens next year because this man is, is in great shape. Um, depends if he's not going to jail for beating Brownie up. but <laughs> <laughs> after seeing his Instagram cool. video. I hope LeBron just took drugs. a day before going home. He's Literally. Like, I'm, Kids I'm don't do drugs, that's all I can tell you. <laughs> but he has to be in the consideration for greatest of all time. I mean, it all depends on what happens, but, it, you know, I, I get it. For me, again, MJ always going to be number one, but, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be sanding my words if it ever, like, if it ever so happens that he's going to be, uh, there happens to be a 1A and 1B. And for me right now, LeBron's a 1B.
1: That's so it. I think the most shocking thing
0: about, because obviously we knew
1: these debates were going to take off again once he won. But I think the most shocking thing was Paul Pierce last night after the game. He was like, LeBron took a huge leap for me. And I'm going to eat my word saying this, but LeBron is now the second best player of all time. And this was the man who two months ago said he wasn't even a top five NBA player.
0: Yeah, That's all we have our segment, false top five, which you haven't yeah. done in a while. We'll get back to it, but we'll get back. Yeah,
2: but It'll be good. Anthony Davis got snubbed.
0: No, he did not.
1: For what are you talking about? He did uh, not average twenty points in two of the games. He did not get snubbed.
2: Anthony Davis got snubbed, the Finals MVP, and nope. I get Lebron's a great player, but I, th- I think I personally think he did get snubbed because it, if if you watch the games, I think I think Anthony Davis played his, played absolute lights out day in and day out, and I think he deserved that MVP.
1: But. Okay, look at the stats and look at the fact that, I mean, AD didn't show up in one of the games altogether, and then, I mean, he played well in the last game for the first half, but then that second half, he was non-existent. So, He's the
2: third player in NBA history to average 25-10 and 10 and not win the finals MVP.
0: Okay, but what
1: numbers did LeBron have? <laughs>
0: He, didn't he average over 30 points a game? He averaged like
1: 29.6 okay. or something. I thought he was going Over, over 10 30. rebounds and like 8 or 9 assists. So LeBron almost averaged a triple-double.
0: Yeah, this man's a machine. He's going to continue to be a machine. He spends millions of dollars a year on his body. It's not going to surprise me if he plays till he's like 45. Um, I don't know when he's going to start to start dip because it's not showing at all whatsoever. But maybe until his beard gets gray, which is not happening either. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, like it, it all depends on what keeps happening. But I'm not going to be afraid to eat my words if it if if it ever so happens. But you might be, you know, over MJ soon, soon, sooner rather than later. So I guess we'll see. Um, but yeah, big ups to Jimmy Butler though, because after Game Five, he could barely walk and. Jimmy's going to have a great team next year in Miami. They're definitely going to come back. Odds are at plus 1,500, by the way, for them to make it back to the, uh, no, for, the, for them to win the NBA championship next year, the NBA finals. So, but on the heat for next year, depending on who they sign, to sign Giannis, they're going to go in. All right, boys and girls, let's get into, you know, we are a hat trick for food, beer, and sports. So, I'll talk some sports. Let's get into beer. Let's get into beer, Kevin. You had a sublime. Key Lime Ghost. That's the little mouthful, but tell us about it. <laughs>
1: yeah, so it's called Sublime. It's so it's this ghost beer that is Key Lime flavored, obviously. And let me read you the description here. Even though it do is you like Key night. Lime Pie, first of all? I do. I love Key Lime Pie. I hate Key Lime Pie. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> but no, I mean, Key Lime Pie, I feel like, is one of those things that it's, like, very divisive. It's kind of like Cilantro, you either love it or you hate it. So I get that. Um, but here's the description of this beer. Inspired by the sunny outdoor seating atmosphere, our Key Lime gross Beer is the perfect tart summer brew made with equal parts wheat and pills and malts, pink Himalayan sea salt, and crushed coriander and blended with a healthy amount of Key Lime. Um, so this was literally like the perfect light beer. Like literally like went down like water. Um you could taste the hints of key lime. I had tahine on the rim, which I never had tahine before, which is
0: like tahine so is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's spicy and sweet at the same time. Perfectly common complimented this beer. I literally like had it right after eating that poutine that I had at Station 1. I was stuffed and literally this didn't faze me at all to drink this. Um
0: Poutine. which
1: wish that poutine was phenomenal. Um, but the rating I would give this beer, the Sublime, is an 8.9 out of 10. Uh,
0: I, feel feel like, high.
1: I feel like the Key Lime could have came through a little bit more. Um, it wasn't overpowering Key Lime. You probably would have liked it, Matt.
0: Good. Because it just like, key lime.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just like hints of it. And I think if it would have came through more, I probably would have given like a 9.5. But overall, really good.
0: Noise, noise. I'm going to do a little menu review, and your menu review comes in spite. Well, so let me let me explain why we call it menu review. I had a nickname of menu growing up by my niece when she was growing up, I should say. So, you know, Bart, you decided to call it the menu review instead of just a food review because the food review is boring. So we're going to call it a menu review, and your menu review comes courtesy of Burger Movement, spelled with two O's and no E. So Burger Movement, uh, that is in Emerald Park, Illinois. They have amazing burgers. This is the second burger I've ever had from them. But, I mean, for me, like, I had to review it. I don't usually review food like this, but, like, because burgers are, are hit or miss. But So I, I had the South Movement Burger, all-natural all natural pepper jack, spicy chipotle, jalapenos, lettuce, tomato, raw onions, all in a brioche bun. So, first of all, amazing. You had your choice of single, double, or triple. I said quadruple, fuck it. No, just kidding, just double. Um, So, I had it. First of all, like, the jalapenos come in so fast, but, like, on the first couple bites. But after that, like, it is so good to eat. It is so tender. It's so juicy. Like, I don't think I've had a burger, like, this delicious, especially, like, the sauce is usually overpowering on these types of things. But it was so good and honestly i never eat. i asked for no onions but they put them on there anyway but i didn't notice but it was so good i didn't i didn't even care didn't even care um yeah i mean i'm gonna give it a 9.1 out of 10 bart you should go try it go try it tomorrow you like you need to try this place
1: <laughs> i i don't know about tomorrow but i'll definitely
0: <laughs> check it out you just go, just go and you'll have a fun time. Also, they have a signature sauce called the move sauce. Um, people compared it to In-N-Out and I've never had In-N-Out before, so I can't really compare it to it. But I mean, if you've had In-N-Out animal style sauce or whatever it's called. Oh my God, it was good. Then they say this is even better. So um, yeah, I dipped my fries in it and I ate it in like two minutes. It was gone. It was amazing. But yeah, burger movement. South of a Movement Burger, double, 9.1 out of 10. As I mentioned before, boys and girls, we're going to do our list of top five athletes of all time because Kevin asked us and his list was kind of whack. Not dope, it's whack. You'll need your
1: words, sir.
0: I mean, no, it's his own personal opinion and I totally understand, I get it, but I I couldn't ring mine five to one, but Chris, do you have your list, sir? Chris does not have
2: his list.
1: Or Or he's on mute. Yeah, he's definitely on mute. Typical
2: Chris. My bad. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's I was eating more crackers, and Matt said something about me or hearing me eating my crackers, and I didn't want you guys to hear me eating my crackers. I appreciate that. And I'm not eating crackers at this moment. (laughs) I really like crackers, guys. Anyway, so... Do so you only want me to do five?
0: Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, good, or you can throw in, you could um, throw in honorable
2: mentions, whatever, whatever you got to do. No. Yeah. Um. So.
0: Purebred <laughs> athletes, guys. Purebred, like any sport, whatever, whatever fits the fits the bill. Okay. Uh, number
2: one. Into account, account. Okay. Number one is Bo Jackson. I I don't know how you don't put Bo Jackson up in the top of the list. All star in multiple professional sports. All star in multiple. Major league sports, Heisman Trophy winner, greatest player in Auburn history. I, I just I don't I don't know how you don't pick Bo Jackson as as number one. Uh, number two for me is Jim Brown, and I want to say Jim Brown, pretty much for for his entire high school, college, and then um, professional career as well. He, he's one of the only, only athletes ever to be voted in to two different sports, Hall of Fames. He's, he earned 13 letters playing five sports in high school. He was all-American in at Syracuse in both football and lacrosse. like best player in both sports. Like, uh, he's, I mean, he's he's one A, one B potentially with, with Bo Jackson, Jim Thorpe, same same exact thing. I mean, he was one of the best best college football players in the country. He was in the he was in the Olympics in Stockholm in 1912. He won eight out of 15 events. I mean, again, he's another another football. I know I'm picking like three football guys already. But a lot of these guys are multi-sport athletes, so that's that's kind of where where I'm getting mine at. And number four is the same thing too as Deion Sanders. I mean, he's one of the few players to ever play in a Super Bowl and in a World Series in his career. You got to be at the top at the top of your at top of your, your game in both sports to be able to to reach it to that point. I mean, you got to be lucky too to be on on a, on a great team as well, but. But Dion definitely cracks that list for me. And number five for me, uh, just because it's my favorite sport, I got to go with Wayne Gretzky. I mean, hockey is a hard enough sport the way it is, and he's just simply the best player of all time. I mean, he's got over 1,000 points, 1,000 points more than the second guy on the list. Like, 1,000 points is a heck of a career, right? He's a thousand points more than the next guy below him. Hockey's tough enough. I, I I don't know how you leave leave him off the list as well, but I I know a couple of you guys have don't have him on on your list. I don't think you guys have hardly any of who was on my list. But as far as pure athletes go, that's my top five. Let's hear it from you guys.
0: Um, Kevin,
2: sir, let's let yep. you go
0: next. All right, so I do
1: have one overlap with Chris, but I actually put mine in order go. as well. I know Bo Jackson, that that is the overlap. Um, but I put mine in order. I'll go from five to one instead of one to five here. Um, and I have a couple honorable mentions. Um, I will put in Usain Bolt here. I had him at number six. And then number seven, I would have put in wait for it Barry Sanders Barry Sanders would have been my number seven that man was just an electric athlete above his or ahead of his time just kind of screwed by being in Detroit um so being the number five yeah, through one <laughs> yeah he's like Saquon Barkley now being strewed in New York um but five to one I did include a hockey player on this list he does play for Edmonton but he is not Wayne Dretzky I'm um, including Connor McDavid. I know he's still only like, what, 23, 24 years old. He's Still a kid, but he is a phenomenal athlete. Like, you see him on the ice. He is skating around everyone. He is fast. He's he's just an animal out there. He has the work ethic to match it in the offseason. He's not just resting on his laurels of being fast. He actually puts in the work to get better. Um, he's just a freak athlete in the league right now. I think him and Nathan McKinnon are the only two that we could say that about. Um, Number four, got Bo Jackson in here. All the reasons Chris mentioned. I would have put him at one if the three people I have above him didn't exist. Um, and actually, at one point in history, he would have been number one outright. Number three, the idea of love to my guy, LeBron James. Since he was 18 years old, freak athlete.
0: Beth I would McMahon. even say 16 years old, dude. Yeah, literally. I mean, he <laughs> like, was on the
1: cover of... Sports Illustrated, what, like 15? So, like, this man's been an animal f- since forever. Um, he was the most athletic player in the NBA when he came in the NBA because that was the year after Jordan retired for the last time. And I think he would have been above Kobe or Shaq at that point. Like, I mean, it's arguable because he was 18 compared to like a 17 year or, or a 27 year old, but like,
0: you get the point. Um, and do you know how much the Cavaliers actually complained that they had a shooting forward on small forward already <laughs> too much when he got drafted? Like he was, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: Cleveland fans and ownership and management are not great, but that's not the point of this list. Uh, number two, this is where I'm gonna get more interesting with it. Number two, I have Simone Biles. If you guys have ever watched Olympic gymnastics, you understand that those women and the men are just phenomenal athletes. They're absolute beast and they're incredible to watch. And I think Simone Biles is truly a one of a kind athlete that will probably never be matched, which is really cool that we get to witness her in her prime. And then number one, Mr. Olympics himself, the most decorated Olympian of all time. I watched, the documentary, The Weight of Gold Today, which made me think of this conversation. Um, Michael Phelps, more than an athlete, he is a human, except he's he can probably beat a shark in a race. Shark needs a pair against a shark that's not a great white. But that man is a fish. He's a human. He's an alien. He's the best athlete of all time. Mr. Bart? All right. I definitely agree with with a lot of those. I have a couple overlapping as well. I, I I do have Wayne Gretzky on my list. Uh, obviously, all, all the reasons that you just spoke of. Bo Jackson. Um, and then this is where – and Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is an absolute legend, and I don't think anyone's catching up to his, his gold medal count. Uh, I also have Katie Ledecky she absolutely crushed the 800 meter swim record. Uh she swam it in, in 804, 8 minutes and 4 seconds, which is just absolutely mind-blowing. Uh she also owns the record for the 400 and the 1500. So she will be a legend in uh long distance swimming. Um, and then my other one was Muhammad Ali, legendary boxer. Yeah. I mean, I did have, I, I have Tiger Woods up there for, uh, but I, but I figured one of you guys would take it. So I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to pick my hobby. Right, I'm going to trigger Chris real quick. Golf is not a sport. They don't have athletes.
0: Oh my, I mean, you, uh, that's, that's also kind of why I didn't go with Tiger Woods. (laughs) (laughs) But like, here's here's the thing. When I was researching a lot of this stuff on all, on a lot of lists, you saw, uh, Jimmy Johnson, you saw Richard Petty, like those are race car drivers, but you know, they're considered one of the greatest athletes of all time too. You know, like
1: I I also saw, I don't know who considers a race car driver an athlete, but out of the top 20. That's ridiculous. Uh, it, it doesn't make How? any sense. How? Honorable mention, Usain Bolt, fast man alive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Um, Golf all right. is a sport. Golf is a sport. Golf I is a sport. I just wanted to trigger you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go with mine. I don't have them ranked. Um, huh, My one over 300 yards. <laughs> they actually they have that as a sport. Yards. Long drive, top drive, right? Don't people? Yeah.
2: No, those long drive competitions, those guys can hit the ball like 420 yards. Yeah, it's insane. 420. I mean, oh yeah, plays it. Yeah. That that wasn't intentional. I promise <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> the only the so the two I have um, that are overlapping, you guys, are Wayne Gretzky and Michael Phelps. I mean, Gretzky, I you know, it's the uh you rely like you rely on like a bunch of like you know boxing sprinting nascar which you know debatable but golf tennis swimming snowboarding gymnastics it's a one-person sport the nhl during his era might have been might, might as well have been a one person sport like no matter who his team he was were, way ahead of his time yeah he was he was the best player in the ice he did he relied on nobody i mean like when i when i watch his highlights it's just it's insane and michael phelps for obvious reasons i mean he's like the most decorated olympian of all time he and he smokes weed you know you know, he didn't have to use steroids which is amazing It's great uh but so here's where i differ um i'm gonna go number three carl lewis i you know carl lewis is like the reason why i picked him after doing more research he his athletic career spanned from 1979 to 1996 that is amazing for a person that runs and especially winning gold at like that level is amazing i mean he won 10 olympic gold medals uh 10 olympic medals nine gold and then 10 world championship medals which are eight uh he Was a dominant sprinter. He long jumped. He not only did he like do the long jump, he ran the 100, he ran the 200. I mean, the man, like, he was a machine. Like, 1979 to 1996, a lot of athletic careers don't even last that long. And him, for him to do that, like, at the age that he was doing it at, is is amazing. Um, number, oh, wait, where's my list? Hello, number three. Wait. okay so you guys are gonna laugh at me a little bit but the stats i found on this man are dominating and like this you have to be an athlete for roger federer now the reason i mentioned roger federer he played tennis obviously and he's probably going to be the greatest men's tennis player of all time when it's when it's all said and done so essentially federer holds the record for most weeks ranked number one in the world for men which is 310 weeks most consecutive weeks ranked number one which is 237 and then the most men's grand slam titles which are 20 I you know the people that he played against I mean Rafa Nadal Novak Djokovic it's insane I mean I don't know if we're ever going to see like a dominant stretch of like a person in one sport ever and I think that it's definitely a good mention to have him in there for me so Roger Federer is a beast and number one for me I mean I didn't rank him really five to one I couldn't but the one that really stands out is Georgia St. Pierre, GSP. Um, MMA is a very hard sport to conquer. Um, he did it. He defended his welterweight championship nine times, but he beat the best of his generation, Miji Penn, Matt Hughes. I mean, he lost twice. His, his, literally, his his career win-loss total was 26-2. He lost twice, once against Hughes and once against Matt Serra but he literally avenged those losses both and then dominantly at 170. Like he's no, like he, no, no questions asked the best 170 pound fighter of all time after four years, like out of it, especially he came back at 185 and choked Michael Bisping out for the middleweight championship too. So, I mean, man's insane. He's crazy. I'm going to call out Kevin right now
1: because I know he's joking, but he said UFC (laughs) is not a sport, which is interesting because fighting is the first ever sport. So, you are correct.
0: I didn't even see that. Yeah. So, what did he say? (laughs) UFC is equivalent to cheerleading. (laughs) Kevin, you're a cheerleader, aren't you?
1: I am our (laughs) cheerleader. I am Bart's biggest cheerleader. Uh, The star of the pod. Wow. <laughs> my, my, my my heart is melting right now.
0: That is, well, You're welcome. Your well, I mean, for number me, Chris is, Chris is the star. I'm Chris's number one fan. So screw you guys. Chris, I love you. Screw you, Matt. Bart, I love yeah, you too. Her. Chris <laughs> is actually my
1: number one athlete, guys.
0: Oh. Bart, you're my number one athlete,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bart. I guess you know what this means fight, fight to, to the death. death. Got to fight to the death, yeah.
1: we are doing it.
0: And by right. fight to the death, we mean eating competition, and each of you has to eat 10 ghost pepper wings from beat-ups. Yeah, no, that's easy, no, and I quit. No, I'm
2: wait, out. Bart, I, got, I actually got one. We go play 18 holes of golf, but after each hole, we have to eat one okay. Carolina Reaper wing.
1: No, better yet. All oh, the my God. Years. So one Carolina Reaper wing... One White Castle slider and one shot of Pink Whitney
0: while playing 18 holes of golf. Yep,
1: that golf, sounds after,
0: after after like a competition. Hole. That sounds like a competition of who can hold their diary in the
1: longest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Correct, like, that's I it not
1: lie to you. <laughs> I had a small bite with a little bit of Carolina Reaper on it and I was overheating. So, no. Ooh.
0: <laughs>
2: that, so that could but you be a also challenge. so far
0: what like i'm sorry to get off topic here but you also for drank me beer and thought that would make it better like who in the right mind drinks beer to get rid of a spicy like oh, okay check my water too well eating eating
1: <laughs> eating a different wing didn't help um i legit was drinking ranch at one point uh that didn't help and then I was just like, you know what? All I have left is water and beer. Like, I don't care. I'm just... I, I know it wasn't a good idea, but I did it because I was struggling. You so, should ask for some Midori Sour. Tried that route. Don't know what that is.
0: Me neither. It's that See. green
1: sour drink that they put in mid drinks. Either way, Chris has an unfair advantage because he was well, unfazed by it. So well, that was
2: that's... Cool. See, that? well, that's true, but (laughs) see, that could be a challenge, though. It could be you three in a scramble, which a scramble is basically you each hit a ball and you play the best one and you just keep hitting the best ball until you get into the hole against me, but I have to, like, eat something spicy or something or some, like, extreme handicap before every hole.
1: No, the loser of each hole has to eat something spicy. Well, no. So then going I mean, to the next hole, they are handicapped.
0: Here's what I'm going to do, Chris. To, okay. to really impair, like, handicap you, what we're going to do is I'm going to throw something in your eye. But before I throw something in your eye, or after, I'm sorry. I'm gonna take your hands, rub go- Carolina Reaper sauce all over your hands. <laughs> and you have to wipe your eyes, and then with your like not knowing that you have Carolina Reaper all over your fingers.
2: How, how would I not know that? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, because your eyes are gonna be no. like impaired already, no. and then I'm gonna Matt. be like, well, here, Chris, wipe your eyes, and you're like, okay, ah, uh, and then no. you're be like, no, <laughs> Matt. We'll this, give him this... a paper
1: towel with Carolina Reaper juice on it. There you go. This so turned into an extreme sport. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris, had some ha-
0: Chris had some kind of handicap, so I don't know. What we won't film it. Or Chris goes golfing <laughs> every day, guys. Like
2: in f- like seven like days, it anymore.
0: seven times
2: last week. No, but like maybe maybe we could do that and we can record it or something. We would share it with you all listening to this, and we could go to Top Golf or something. Except like before, every time I go hit, I have to. Eat like a really spicy wing or something like that. They
1: even they don't have spicy see, they, wings. They do they, they buffalo. They're okay. Okay, so we'll get sauce from B Dub's and bring it to Top Golf,
0: and then we'll jalapenos it. on that. Yeah, well, I, I, like, I think we should actually just go
1: play a full eighteen. Like, let's go to the course. Let's. Hit
0: I'm those. just gonna hide jalapeno right. in my pocket. We'll be fine. I can get that we'll four iron now. So like, let's get it going.
2: Absolutely. Right. let we'll So yeah, it out.
0: before we got into this heated food debate on what how we would play golf. I guess, uh, yeah. So those are our top five athletes of all time. Let us know who who won. Uh, who won that uh, that uh, top five battle? I guess you could say. You it's not, really not a battle. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> anyway, all right. Boy, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, first of all, I mean, first prayers go out to Dak Prescott. I mean, Dallas pulls it off against the Giants, nonetheless, with Andy Dalton the quarterback. But Red Rock strikes again. That was nasty. Did you guys see that? Uh, unfortunately,
1: because your wonderful friends over at a different podcast showed a picture
2: of it.
0: Ooh, now we're throwing hands and taking shots, which is fine, which is okay. Um, well, but... if I see Trash, I'm going to call Trash out.
2: Ooh. Okay. <laughs> you haven't called me out yet.
1: i call you out off air.
2: Uh, you're right. It
1: happens all the time, guys. It happens more than you think. Either way, he didn't accept that five-year deal for $175 million. <laughs> he was ready right now. Uh, absolutely uh i'm pretty sure that was probably the main reason why he was mad
0: was that the deal was that really his deal (laughs) once that was the offer
1: that was the offer five years 175 million dollars and he said no i want more
0: well i mean Mm -hmm. he probably deserved more at this point
1: uh well we'll see how andy dalton plays but they signed a pretty good backup
0: They did. And honestly, like I will say though, like watching that, like made me cringe because I watched the replay once. And while I watched the replay, he takes his ankle, slams it to the ground, and puts it back in place. Like he literally like, what? It is absolutely insane. I mean, Dallas won that game. They came back against the Giants. Doesn't really say much. And the NFC East is still the NFC least. So... Here's what I want to talk about though: Are the Raiders for real? I mean, I they are like blossoming before my eyes. They really are. They have a good defense. Their offense is really good. Henry Ruggs III is awesome. I mean, Derek Carr is a solid quarterback. To me, I mean, they're they're pretty good. They might they might pull off a division win here.
2: I think uh, personally, the better question out of that though, and I'm not saying that's not a good question, are the Browns for real?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I you know, a lot of
2: yeah, I definitely think so. You guys saw the end of that game, right? End of the Browns game? CC New York. You did?
0: Cody Bar- Park, he doinked it off. Uh, he doinked
2: it in. He doinked, he doinked it, in. it
0: in. He doinked it in. I know. Oh, in. They didn't do that. I had, I had PTSD hearing that sound, but he made it in. He learned from his past mistakes and improved. No, that's not improvement. What like, a champion. No. He put it in yeah. the hole.
2: Or to be hard. fair... I knew Cody Parkey was probably going to be a good NFL kicker because, like, I'm not saying it takes skill to hit that many posts in a season. He hit seven posts in a season, but he's fractions away on each one of those kicks from still being the bears kicker in my opinion
0: the 2018 but dude the 2018 the, season he joined he against the lions he hit the post four times
2: that's what i mean <laughs> these it? fractions away from making all four of those field goals and changing how the city thought of him even if he comes back and kicks 90 percent in another team there's no way he would ever play in chicago again because he would get crucified Ryan Pace to get crucified, the McCaskeys to get crucified. Like, there's there no is. way that ever happens. So, but like,
0: here's the thing. I mean, Chris, I get it, but the thing is, like, he went on Good Morning America. Like, come on,
2: dude. Oh yeah, that's right. Just He's take your Allen move on. Crap. Maybe,
0: maybe he would have <laughs> been the kicker for the Bears if he didn't pull that. Like, that was not a team thing to do. I
2: for, actually forgot about that.
0: Yeah, he went on Good Whoops. Morning America to talk about his whatever. He uh, stop. Like, no,
1: telling the organization that that's what he was going to do.
0: Yeah, like he didn't even tell his own teammates. (laughs)
1: And his own teammates
0: kind of roasted him about it, so.
2: Cody Parkey is 7 for 7 this year in field goals.
0: That's, that's I don't care about Cody Parkey. He can doink it for all I care and whatever. Anyway, Right. Santos has been
1: knocking it in. For yeah, him, so.
0: I think honestly, like if we're talking about the Bears, I think uh, Eddie Pinero lost his job. I this, It's Santos, and then they brought Kai Forbeth in, so it doesn't look good for Pinero at all whatsoever, which I believed in him. I really did, but you know, it is what it is. Well, Pinero is just for a kicker, he's getting hurt more often than. He really
1: is and I would expect
0: like yeah he's I having mean, freak injuries on and off the field it's really crazy which which
1: is his groin and I know I'm pretty sure it's been his uh or no I think last year's his his plant leg but I don't know for for a kicker to get injured so often like you're you're not gonna keep
0: I job. think he's he's over exerting the force that so he's kind of <laughs> his kicking leg he's not using his hips. What you're supposed to do. Um, so the Seahawks came back late. Uh Russell Wilson for me, I mean, still MVP. That was insane. The Seahawks defense they ain't looking too good. I don't know. What do you guys did you guys watch the game last night? I mean, there's not many defenses that actually look good
1: this year. Yeah. was also a finals game on. I don't know if you, you knew that, but like
0: Yeah, but the NFL had your ratings on the NBA Finals.
2: Yeah, but nobody cares. So
0: but I contribute
2: the NBA finals ratings. The, so the Seahawks defense looks like crap. And if it wasn't for Russell Russell Wilson playing in an MVP caliber, the Seahawks would be kind of trash. I'm not gonna lie. Like
0: Yeah, honestly. I mean, once they get to the playoffs, they have to fix that stuff. They really do.
2: See, that's and that's why I'm not high on Seattle moving forward. And I mean, I'm not saying moving forward like not winning the division. I'm saying I'm not really high on them to go that far. And unless their defense can even pick it up a little bit, their offense is going to have to carry them. And I just don't believe in offenses carrying a team to a championship. Just don't. So. That defense is going to have to pick it up because, quite frankly, they were one DK Metcalf miraculous catch away from losing that game. And I think the defense has to do a lot, a lot with that. With that being said, that fourth down stand was incredible. You got to give him that. You got to at least give him that.
1: My fantasy team appreciated that DK Metcalf grab.
0: DK Metcalf is literally going to be a star. Like he found the right quarterback to play with, but not he didn't find he he fell into the lap of right quarterback to
2: play with. But I mean,
0: yeah, he got drafted by Seahawks. But he is so good. Like I did not expect him to be this this great. Honestly, like I
1: was surprised he dropped the second round though. I me too,
0: me too. Honestly, but like he's a lot faster than I give him credit for. He's a big man. Like it's crazy. Well, he wasn't
1: that good. in college. That's why it wasn't surprised he dropped to the second round. But he's a physical freak of nature and that pays off the NFL.
0: Yeah, his workouts are are crazy. They're like it's amazing. Um Chase Claypool, by the way, colcomette was drafted before Chase Claypool anyway. Uh scored four touchdowns and the Steelers won against the Eagles. The Steelers, for whatever reason, like they draft really good receivers. They really do. And Chase Claypool along Juju like along with Juju Smith Schuster they going the Steelers are going to be really good this year. Like continue. And their
1: defense is actually phenomenal. They are probably the, I,
0: the one defense that I is. didn't think Big Ben would like do this again, but he is and he's throwing some dimes and Chase Clepool is catching them and uh, that's crazy. Like it's absolutely insane how good he is.
1: And that's definitely the difference between like the Steelers and the Bears. Right. The Bears still have a really good defense, but they don't have a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger who can make the right plays and keep the drives going and and score when when it
0: matters. So Matt Nagy also, also don't refuses to run the ball. He we, refuses to run the
1: ball. <laughs> the the Bears also don't have a receiver that doesn't drop the ball.
0: That is also true. You'll back trade fixed. for Nelson Aguilar. Um, so you could have seven receivers that can't catch. So like <laughs> a, a number. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it was for the Bulls for three years, um, but yeah, but Steelers are good. Um, I didn't expect this at all whatsoever. And moving on, Jimmy Garoppolo, I guess, really does suck. Uh, he was carried by a great defense last year, which led him to the Super Bowl. But Jimmy Garoppolo is not that great. Um, I don't know what's going on. He might him. not be healthy though either. It was, yeah, I guess his shoulder. It oh, it was his angle. All right. Never yeah. mind. Then he had, or, yeah. Then.
1: Or he sucks because he stopped dating porn stars who were doing the sucking. Uh, oh. oh. You know what? I I respect that logic. You know what? <laughs> that makes a whole lot of sense.
0: You are right. You're For yeah. once in your life, for once in your yeah. life, you are right about something. I figured Jimmy Chris, probably, Chris probably agrees with you too. Um, yeah. He <laughs> <You> smiled. <laughs> you, you don't filed?
2: speak for me.
0: Oh, sorry.
2: My bad. Only Bart speaks for me.
0: (laughs) I do apologize. How do you think
2: you are?
1: Bart's okay, everyone. The the, the amount of love of getting on this podcast right now is overwhelming.
2: (laughs) 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 We're making your day. Uh, Just a little stat line for you guys Jimmy Garoppolo, before getting pulled at halftime, went for seven for 17 for 77 yards and a quarterback rating of a whopping 1.4.
0: That's I didn't even know you could go that long. That's crazy. You know I, what? I'm actually impressed. <laughs> that's the
2: same person I got in math class. Oh, oh. he also had two picks, too. So, A plus one. Right? He
0: wasn't throwing the ball the same. I get it. Like, Kyle Shannon was just protecting him, and I, I totally understand. But I he's like, I don't know. Like, he's uh, becoming overrated before our own eyes.
2: <laughs> and CJ Beathard came in, 9 for 18 for 94 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions and absolutely percentage-wise blew away Garoppolo's quarterback rating as Beathard had a QBR of 11.6.
0: 102%
2: 102 higher than Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, C.J. Beathard is 102% the quarterback Garoppolo is.
0: Let me just say this, too. He is a Hall of Famer. Ryan Fitzpatrick, obviously he doesn't.
2: Ride joy of
0: Iowa. Who? CJ <laughs> Oh, okay. I was going to say Jimmy Garoppolo went to Eastern Illinois.
1: <laughs> that was my uh, first NIU game, fun fact. Oh, oh nice. Uh, was there a porn stars there? Uh, no, but Jimmy G blew like a 30-point lead to Jordan Lynch. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> That's yeah, it's legendary.
0: That's
2: great. 20-point lead in the first quarter. It was pretty great.
0: That's awesome. Um But totally Ryan Fitzpatrick really doesn't care that Tua's right there. Like he's just slinging the rock, and I don't know, he t- he threw for three touchdowns and three hundred fifty yards. Like he's he's been really good so far.
1: Wait, guys, I have breaking news. This is actually important for you and Bart. Oh, a statue depicting the Blackhawks logo got vandalized. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. Um It was Columbus yeah, It was going to happen. F- yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of protesters out there. Yeah, so should I, change. It's not. It's not because of Stan Bowman.
0: <laughs> it's. It's because of. <laughs> it's
2: actually because.
1: It's of
0: because of people Bowman. who don't know the history of the Blackhawks and decide to do that trash. No, it's so actually because they didn't resign Crawford. Oh, uh, maybe. I would have done that, but wouldn't trash logo.
1: Yeah, no. I know.
0: I would have gone in there and stole the helmet ashes they had.
1: They're <laughs> probably still. <laughs> I, I'll
0: now. show them. <laughs> That'll show those screwballs. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, let me just end up, oh no, we're not going to end that yet because the Falcons fired Dan Quinn and uh, their GM, Thomas Jermitroff, after going 0-5. Dan Quinn has not been the same after that Super Bowl choke. And, I mean, Matt Ryan's still great, but he has no supporting cast around him, and that defense really blows. So, not surprised, to say the least. He does have weapons
1: around him, though. It's It's... Uh, the, the defense is just non-existent. Those are just eleven traffic cones, uh, being placed out there. True, but um, yeah, and also, I feel like it's been a while since we've actually seen Julio Jones go off consistently. I know, I, th- I know, he's hurt again, but he's just not the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, right, you're right. I don't know what's his injury, even. Uh, I got a double. Is do his, his hamstring head. growing? I, I,
1: one of those? I thought it was his
0: ankle, too. No, oh, his ankle. Whatever it is. I mean, even then, Calvin Ridley should still be, you know, there, but I guess he's just not a reliable piece. Oh, um, Hamstring. Yeah, hammy. Calvin
1: Ridley is not a reliable piece, or Julio?
0: Uh, Julio. Okay,
1: I was, I was slap you. Yeah, I said, that the, I said that the wrong way. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Calvin uh, Ridley is there, but Julio still isn't reliable. Julio's
1: pace. getting injury prone as he ages. He's 31 now. Matt Ryan's gonna be out after this year. Trevor Lawrence.
0: You know it's an interesting race for Trevor Lawrence because it's like the Falcons are there, the Jets, the Giants, the Jaguars. They all need a quarterback. Well, the like, Jaguars
1: already won a game, so they're out of it.
0: Yeah, I don't. They don't <laughs> want you
1: to be their QB. The the Giants are pretty set on Daniel Jones.
0: If they have a if they have a chance to draft Trevor Lawrence number one, they're not passing that up.
1: Yeah, those sw- they're uh, trade Daniel Jones to. But at the
0: same time, so, what do they have? The what do they draft Daniel Jones with? Like the number four or five pick? Uh, uh maybe I thought it was eight. Yeah, so they, they so, would uh, find a way somewhere to screw it off. It was in the they, top ten. They would definitely find a way to screw that up.
1: So it, it'd be like um, Josh Rosen.
0: And lastly, well, okay, so Josh Rosen hasn't really had a fair shake yet. Um I think he I don't know, man. I don't know. He's weird. It's a weird story. It really is. He, I think he should be playing somewhere. I haven't seen enough of him play to. He is playing
1: on that practice squad in Tampa Bay. Right. He should
0: he's... have a starting job somewhere. I mean, so the the his first game was going uh on a game winning drive. Like he okay, so he was sent out there on a game winning drive after Sam Bradford got benched against the Bears defense, which was dominant that year. Like, come on now, you can't throw him into the fire like that. That's crazy. So he hasn't really had a fair shake.
2: Yeah. Speaking so, um, of the NFL right now, just to update: the Chargers just took the lead over the Saints, twenty-seven and twenty, with two fifty-one left in the Saints game. Suck.
0: Nice. Jubbies Herbert times. Time. Yeah, Herbert's so good. I
1: I, I don't think know. I'm nine and seven in my predictions. I don't know how to how, how to feel
2: about that. Oh, I have to look at that. I guess we'll just update you guys later. Well,
1: <laughs> if you're nine and seven, that means I'm probably nine and seven. So thriving <laughs> yeah I have to if you guys that.
2: are nine and seven that must mean i'm 15 and now probably i'm probably 14 and one
0: um <laughs> or you're 0 and 15 <laughs> no definitely not. definitely not
1: you're at least one and 14 because you got the bears right
0: yeah i did because apparently tom brady doesn't know how many downs there are anymore He's um senile. he has to he be is true. yep i totally agree with you but i mean honestly i think you were just trying to pull a fast one because the refs would be like Tom Brady said that now it's fourth down, so okay, it must be fourth I, down
1: now. I actually thought that was going to happen. I legitimately thought that was going to happen.
0: And I like, was watching the game. I was like, don't do this. Like Brady's about to finesse a fifth down. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, I don't even know the process behind that. Like, Do you have to go back and watch like replay reviews of all the downs before? How,
1: How like, great of an athlete is Tom Brady? Well, he convinced a ref that it that was fourth down. <laughs>
0: After the fourth down,
1: <laughs> the fourth. watch that. Probably would have, if that would have happened, he probably would have thrown a touchdown in the next play. Like, it probably would have happened. Would have been wild.
0: It I mean, I chaos. guess. Yeah, it's crazy. All the cheating. All right, boys and girls, let's move on to our uh, the the our favorite time of the year: NHL free agency. I say favorite because uh, Mister Alex Petrangelo is signed, has signed. A seven-year deal with Vegas worth $8.8 8 million. Stastny has to get traded related to Winnipeg to make room. So an Nate Schmidt, but it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Right, Blues fans? Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we got Tory Krug. We're thriving out here. And Kyle Clifford. I'm going to tell you what Clifford, team he was on. But like, I
0: will honestly say we'll you guys definitely won free agency Please. in terms of ugliest players ever signed. Because oh. Kyle Clifford is the ugliest players, too. <laughs> yeah absolutely Kyle Clifford has such an ugly
1: mug <laughs> you know yeah, I can't get over how ugly Robert Thomas is he's really him, him and Tarasenko uh, yeah because, oh I don't know what was in the water their parents were drinking but it wasn't good well Tarasenko was made
0: in Russia so vodka <laughs> yeah. it just went a lot <laughs> they sprinkled vodka in Russia He was yeah Oh, we shall name him Vladimir and uh, pour vodka down his nostrils right now.
1: Yeah, he was baptized
0: <laughs> in vodka. Yes, absolutely. Chris, so as the logical blue plan here, what did you? What do you think about this? Uh, God,
2: I love that title. That's fun. <laughs> I don't
0: know if that's true, but like, I, okay. I, was just I am. I definitely Kevin, am. you, you were on I'm the high opt- train of even after they signed Torrey Krug, we're gonna, we're still gonna, we're gonna trade this guy, this guy. We're gonna trade this guy here. We're gonna okay. trade. We're gonna trade this guy for a six piece of wings. And
2: <laughs> so, oh, don't say that, man. That sounds I, really good.
1: I was trying to appeal to Chris's <laughs> desire to trade Bozak because he's wanted it for two years now. We could trade Dunn because Dunn deleted everything off Instagram regarding the Blues. Then me and Chris both win, and then we resign Petro, and then all the Blues fans win. I was be optimistic and hopeful. So
2: I yeah, only okay. First of all, I only wanted Bozak to be traded because I wanted to resign Petro. The fact the fact of the matter is is that since he is not coming back, I still want Tyler Bozak on that team. Why? Because he's still a good bottom six bottom six forward. Bottom six center. He's a good third liner. He wins faceoffs. He's good on the penalty kill. That's a kid, that's a guy that we need. Now, would I rather have Tyler Bozak or Alex Petrangelo? I think that answer is pretty obvious. Correct. <laughs> but the thing about it is that Vegas gave up so much. For, for Petrangelo they gave up a ton for him and We're all they at, had to
1: do was yeah. trade Fleury to the Blackhawks and then they would have had room for Petro and keep everybody else
2: but, well you know. they tried to Bart and then <laughs> Bowman said
0: no I don't know if Bowman said no or Vegas said no because Bowman probably tried to finesse him knowing him
2: I thought I thought it was Bowman saying no, but uh, of course I could be wrong. But you're looking at Nate Schmidt, Paul Stastny, possibly Flurry. Uh, there's I think there's one or two other guys. Like, are, are you are you gonna sit there as as a Vegas fan? I'm not saying I, any one of us are Vegas fans, but. I'm talking to. No, but we
0: are Seattle Kraken fans.
2: Oh, that's right. (laughs) but any Vegas fan that is listening to this, I, I, I get you're excited about having Alex Petrangelo there, but all of the guys that I just mentioned, are you telling me that that signing of Alex Petrangelo is going to equal and or exceed the amount of effort? And production that those guys would have had without signing him,
1: and I think that's why a good chunk of Vegas fans are kind of pissed. Is because the amount that they had to get rid of just to just to have Petrangelo is, is pretty crazy.
2: And this is I'm their not first big
1: contract, though,
0: it's, no? Vegas is. It's
2: it's their first. It's one of their first big free agent splashes. Mark yeah, Stone. I mean they
0: did sign Leonard. They did. I mean they did Mark sign Stone,
2: Pastoretti. I mean but this is the first that they've ever had the guy in free agency. So, I, I mean, like, so be it. I, I, I'm not mad that Petra, Petrangelo is gone. I'm not upset about it. Disappointed, yeah, sure. But when I look at what Vegas gave up, and like I said, you have your um, – shoot – Please remind me, because I just I just lost it. Statsny. Um, Nate Schmidt, Nate Schmidt, possibly Flurry. Alec Martinez is probably going. Alec Martinez is probably going to go. Like,
0: well, Flurry staying. Flurry staying because that's what their GM said.
2: Well, I, I then can say a lot of things, but uh, so let's just let's just say Flurry for the sake of it. So you're telling me that Petrangelo is going to exceed. Or at least equal that kind of output, and keep Vegas a Stanley Cup contender. A trade to I, Chicago
1: makes even more sense. They traded I, away a center. We could Chicago could trade Dylan Strom's rights to Vegas. Uh, I'll give them to Han. They can have to Han. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll throw him in there, and we take uh, we take Flurry and his and his contract. We'll eat it we have the space you're not getting a goalie
2: they they should i mean (laughs) chicago should have listened to those by all means, because if they're not if they don't resign crawford which i think they should have in the first place if they want to develop their young players then crawford needs to know that but obviously he wasn't interested in that because he went and got paid new jersey so I mean, it's one thing, but I think they needed that veteran goaltender presence who's been there and who's won like Crawford has. And I think that would have been a really smart choice. The problem with it is that they would have to get assets in return that isn't draft capital to make that trade happen. And there's no way Vegas would be able to do that.
1: I'm honestly kind of confused. Um, <laughs> About what? Well, what do you what do you mean they would have to well i'm sure there would be some, some pick swaps as well too but like
2: because they're okay so like if vegas when they're signing petrangelo they needed all the cap space that they could that they could get right yeah so they no one's and gonna. Flurry's
1: making seven million.
2: That's what I mean. No one's gonna take Flurry's contract straight up. So either Vegas is gonna have to retain some of that salary, or they're gonna have to get players in return, which would have been the same thing as retaining the salary. When it comes to the cap space, like that's which the now they need Fleury. defensemen. Now they need defensemen. So and they need a center. They need a top six center, like Stasny was. I mean, like, I, I just look at it and I, I'm just kind of – I mean, I, I only well, say top six center because that's the role he played. Well, so, okay, so
1: they they have – William Carl- Carlson is definitely the number one center. Right? And yeah, Cody right Glass paid, played uh, pretty well the, uh, last year. And I'm assuming that they're expecting him to continue to develop. Yep. yep. So – but yeah, they do they do still need another center because Stastny is is a big loss.
2: I I don't I don't know. I, I think I I and like I said, I I feel like and oh that's that's the other thing that I was gonna that's what I was gonna get at. So all those players and the full no movement clause. Like, are you saying that all the players that you just got rid of and potentially, I don't know, after his 34 season, so 35, 36, and 37, and three seasons where he's not going to be Alex Petrangelo, are you yeah. telling me that's worth it? Because <laughs> no. in my eyes, I don't know if it is. So, at, like like I'm saying, I mean, I'm, I, disappointed. I, I'm disappointed that Petrangelo's gone. I get that he's been a guy I've grown up watching but at the same time if St. Louis were to have to give up the same amount that Vegas did to keep him yeah that's too much I don't know if I want him back (laughs) I really don't and I didn't realize how much Vegas gave up gave up for him until I saw some tweet about 20 minutes after I saw that that he officially signed
1: and i i will say this it's, it it is always a gamble right on uh on chicago we have we have duncan keith and brent seabrook duncan keith is still playing at a high level brent seabrook has been hurt you know you're going to get one or the other and you can't move either of them
2: <laughs> well that's you know? kind of what i was going to bring up too like are you going to get zidane char or are you going to get brent seabrook I mean, like and and it was char is a bit of a high example in a sense because
0: well, he's 43 years old. He's I mean.
2: 43. He plays 17 minutes a game. Like not saying that, but are you still going to get a reasonable player at 37, 38? The odds say no. So if that's how it has to be, that's how it has to be. But I think, uh, I think Ryan O'Reilly is going to be a good captain for the St. Louis blues. Like, I don't see anyone else that it that it can be. So I, I think as far as the leadership role goes, I think the Blues will be just fine. I think Vegas will be just fine. It'll be interesting well, next year to see how he, how both teams adjust.
1: Vegas now has some hefty contracts moving forward as well, too. I,
2: I will look those up while you keep talking.
1: Um, yeah. I know Petrangelo's making 8.8. Uh Mark Stone is making nine point five. Uh William Car- Carlson, I think he's making around six, I believe.
2: Okay. So Mark Stone is nine five, Patch Reddy's seven, Carlson's five nine, Riley Smith is five, Marsha Show is five, Alex Tuck is four seven. Alex just-
1: Tuck at that, that is that is Great contract right there. But, it's six
2: more years too on that, and then Petro, eight point eight. Obviously, Shea Theodore's 52 Alec Martinez is four.
1: Yeah, the long term wise, long term wise, you're you you're gonna have to deal with Mark Stones and Petrangelo's uh, uh, contracts. So we'll we'll William see how Carlson. that. And yeah, because well, William Carlson's Stone, still a younger guy, so he's
2: twenty seven. Uh, okay. So that's going to put him at his 34th season. Yeah. So that that seventh year for all of those contracts, yeah, because Petrangelo's now on a seven-year deal. Carlson's on a seven-year deal. Mark Stone's on a seven-year deal. Alex Tuck is on a six-year deal. So that sixth year from now, so that 2026-27 20, season, that might be the cap hell season for Vegas.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because yeah, I did. I did mention at least three to four years.
2: Mark Stone has a no movement clause. Carlson has a no trade clause. And uh, then you never Mark's know with injuries lunch. as well,
1: too. So they're they're really trapping themselves with with these contracts. I guess. Which is fine. They're thinking more short minded. They're trying to they're trying to win now. But the amount that they they Gave up for Petro is kind of it's just uh, I think I think it's gonna gonna set them back.
2: I eventually I think their trade I think their I think their championship window opened by about a year or two, but I think after that fifth year, so I think their window is about three or four years right now. Um, but after that fifth year, I don't know. I yeah, don't because with
0: Vegas, no one expected them to be this good, and as they were getting better, like they just. They bought, you know, they had money. They spent it, and they spent it early, earlier than they were supposed to. And now they, now they, we might see an expansion team that literally goes from first to worst, and usually it's worst to first. So right, you know, in a and couple of years.
2: My last point that I want to make about Vegas, because I think that the more that we talk about it, the more interesting that they are. Out of their top forwards that i'm looking at there's only two of them that don't have less than or less than three years left on their on their contracts right now and that's uh that's riley smith and ryan reeves so every everyone else is locked in for at least three years you guys tell us i mean what do you you guys think do you you think vegas's window just opened up wide or wider for a championship or did it close a little bit even though they got Petrangelo but they still had to give up a ton a ton to get them
1: what you think one year one single year hopefully they don't mess it up mm, I don't know about one year one year With I wanna 20, uh, 2021 Stanley Cup champions i I, I wanna I wanna uh, move on to another team that has some hefty contracts uh right now and they are just bad and that's the buffalo sabers uh, they oh, have four oh, forwards God. they combine for 33 million dollars hey you so, know well, one of they them or also so, three forwards making that much right so
0: i get it i understand where you're coming where you're coming from bart uh the sabers though they do have some solid pieces around um where I mean, they did sign Cody Eakin. You know, Jack Eichel's still there. Jailer Hall's there now. I mean, the post is not bad. Uh Jeff no, Skinner. Skinner. <laughs> he Kuhl. is way overpaid. I mean, I get it. But, you know, Jeff Skinner. And then they have a good Jeff defense. Jeff Skinner you know. is also not
1: good. It is oh. not
0: good. Who, what? <laughs>
1: Uh, have you ever watched Buffalo play?
0: I have, but I, you know, like I'm just saying the names. I'm just saying the names and they might be good next year. Well, a they lot signed, of those guys they signed Linen
1: have, because they didn't have anyone else.
2: <laughs> a lot of the guys at Buffalo had had very high ceilings, but they also had very low floors. And unfortunately, the low floors are showing a lot more than the high ceilings are, except for Jack Eichel. Which Holy shit, I feel roster that was born in two thousand. Which that he could be a completely different different conversation about about Jack Eichel that I think would be a cool conversation to have. But the thing is, is that I mean, they 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 gotta they gotta they gotta improve their production one way or another, and it can't be just a direct result of Eichel being on the ice.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, do you guys think that you know Taylor Hall does play on the first line with him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Who, who, okay. No, no, I was going to yeah. say maybe he ends up in the second, but that's why I'm asking.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they they're, they're going to have <laughs> <laughs> to Who's
0: who's a nobody.
1: Yeah. Um so I obviously they have to Well, they they also have Eric Stahl. they traded for for Eric Stahl, which I thought it was a was a decent move. Now they have a I'm not going to say he's good. He's decent center. Um so, but, but their, their, their bottom six is, is non-existent and their, their, their top six is really, it's, it's, it's really hit or miss. Even Taylor Hall. I mean, when, when was the last time he actually had a good season?
0: Like, we're, like I guess it was like still
1: former, thinking about his, guess, his in MVP new Jersey. season.
0: Right. New Jersey. Right. Yeah, and how, so. how long ago was
1: that? That was, I, I think he got the, uh, he, uh, he was named MVP in like 2015 or something like that.
2: 2018,
1: wasn't it? No. It was the higher teens.
2: 2018 or 2017, 2018.
1: I was like, you won the heart with ah. 39, 54, and uh,
2: 93. Yeah, Bart.
1: Suck it. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> Stay. I'm just going I'm just, I'm just, I'm just to remember how much love I got earlier and just go. go You're right, Bart. That, that Bart. Of... I think
2: a fun little I'm fact about, about Taylor <laughs> Hall is um, – that MVP season that he had in 2018, he also had his career high in plus-minus only at 14. I which mean, for was, a 93-point score, only having a plus-minus plus-minus of 14 means either you don't know how to play defense or the unit that you play on doesn't know how to play defense. Means
1: the devil, so both are equally true. And your goalie is Swiss cheese, which Corey Schneider was. And now Corey I mean, Crawford will was be. Too.
2: <laughs> that, that defense was horrible that year, yeah. and like the shame for Taylor Hall's career. Like he, the, the guy deserves to play on a good team.
0: And it, yeah, really that's what does. I'm saying. Like if someone else could have gave him given him eight million dollars. Like he didn't have to go to Buffalo. <laughs> but he so also Jeff just...
2: Skinner, sorry to interrupt go you, ahead. but no, for you. Jeff Skinner for being a s- former seventh overall pick, had 23 points in 60 games last season. <laughs>
1: Stun. And, and he's supposed to be a goal scorer. So mm-hmm.
2: so that's what I mean. Like, you, you can't just get all of your production as a direct result of Jack Eichel. You, you got to gotta find it yourself, too.
1: Chris, they, I they, feel like maybe you should go be Buffalo's GM or scout or assistant GM or coach. Like, just you know what?
2: I think I'm going to go play NHL all night as the Sabres, and I'm... I guarantee I will win a cup. and
0: He's definitely signing Petrangelo after. Um, after <laughs> well, I mean,
1: be, uh, <laughs> he's turning, turn the, cap the cap off.
2: <laughs> turn the cap off. David signing Petrangelo's sign. For Robert Thomas. Taylor Hall. Oh, wait, they he did that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so moving on, I guess, from Buffalo. Um, yeah. To the Hawks, uh, which very interesting, very, very interesting weekend that they had. Don't sign Corey Crawford. Sign Kubelik, Sign Malcolm Subban. Bowman says they're getting younger, but then they sign Yanmark and Walmark. Which, and, to be
1: fair, I think they're both twenty-five.
0: Right. Uh, well, uh, one of them is twenty-seven. Yanmark, I believe, is twenty-seven. Yanmark was I wanna, on Dallas, right?
2: yeah Interrupt you really quick. The Saints tied it up. They're heading into overtime right now. Nice. So, actually, Please. check that eight o two left in overtime. Oh, so like, yeah, not right now. A couple of minutes ago. <laughs>
0: Good.
2: Well, I That's... looked on ESPN and it said that it was the end of the fourth, and then it jumped to eight minutes left. I thought, okay. God damn it,
0: ESPN. Well, or God, <laughs> God, damn it, Chris's internet.
1: I mean, yeah. while we were talking That's about Taylor stupid. Hall, I got the notification that I was doing overtime too. So ESPN,
0: but they do. Yeah, they do we knew that stuff. Jesus. Yeah um but and you know and then the who else did they sign Do they signed someone else that i'm not familiar with yanmark walmart kubalik uh Suban sign kind of the minimum and then one more i guess no i can't think of them at, oh well i mean they traded for zadorov there you go yeah yeah, they traded sod for zadorov uh, Z- um which is a pretty good defenseman i didn't like it at first because we gave up way too much and then not way too much but too much for too little but in the end i guess you know we'll see where that goes i, I mean, this I don't know. term oh whatever go ahead sorry yeah no i mean but the term rebuild was thrown around everywhere every single like writer that i follow for the Blackhawks, hawks rebuild 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 you know we're going to rebuild this No, no no you're, you're not rebuilding especially after bowman says that and then goes, signs these two guys, which are pretty good signings, actually, for very, very, you know, good money. Um, although Janmark was kind of an overpay, but, you know, you e- you know either or.
1: It's you a know. one-year deal.
0: One-year deal, but, you know, one and a half would have been enough, like Kevin said, but it's 2.25. But the thing is, is that, I like, I get it. The goalie position is not there, but we've, you know, we've gotten physical. Defense is, you know, pipeline even then, but it's getting better. I don't see this team on a rebuild i just don't. these writers are all wrong they jumped the gun and they pissed off our core by saying that and because they, they all jumped down stan bowman's
1: neck when he said that we're going younger at the at the goalie position he did not say anything about rebuilding everyone just jumped at the fact that he said we're going younger at the goalie position which I've thought about it. Like we really haven't like Delia has had some opportunities to play in the NHL, um, but neither Lankanen or Delia has given an actual opportunity. They're both like 26. So that's, that's the age that Crawford got his opportunity. Now it's really tough for me to like have faith in two guys that haven't really had had that haven't shown anything in the NHL yet. You know, so that's why I want, I want I to trade for the I, I totally get it, yeah. Absolutely. But this is not a rebuild whatsoever. And Brett Seabrook is going to be pissed off because he was benched last year. He is. I have a feeling he's going to be firing on all cylinders. Like I think he's going to be so much better uh, than he was the past two years. I'm hoping. Um, and I think he did have four
0: surgeries. I mean, and he also came back before the bubble, so. Not, I mean, and he didn't go for a good reason, which is good. Like he was thinking about it, but it's a good thing they didn't go.
1: Right, and I think Yanmark and Walmark, those are the signings that like the, those are the guys that we've been kind of missing in our bottom six as well. We
0: need too. physicality. We need. I get it. was is, is not is not uh, a Cagjulia is not there anymore. But we just need physicality, and it's there now. So we, uh,
2: that'll really ahead. help their bottom six. I mean, I think those are good signings. Like Yanmark, I for me, I think they overpaid him a little. I'm I mean like a few hundred thousand over. Like I, mean for a bottom six guy, I, I mean it's right about then. But I don't know for for a frozen cap too. Maybe just a little less, but it's still a good signing for the Blackhawks. Like that's gonna. That that's gonna really help.
0: Yeah, I mean a lot of six. these I don't know if these writers have forgotten that we still have Taze, we still have Kane, they're still in their primes, they're still gonna perform. And to break it uh did
1: not play well last year. He will he be He didn't.
0: Better. We're gonna hope that, you know, he's better. Kubelik is the stud, he's proven that. I mean I don't know. Like, these people are jumping the gun, and I I really hate it because it's pissing our players off when Stan hasn't even said anything. He hasn't. I get it. Totally understand. Saad could have had more return. I I get it. Like, he could have been traded for Flurry. He could have. But he played like a third-line winger, though. Yeah, he did. And it's just he wasn't there in the playoffs either. So, you know, I – the thing is, is, like, you're not gonna call this a rebuild after a competitive playoffs. Uh, you know, we played well against Edmonton and played very well against uh, 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 Vegas. So, you know, I guess it was pretty good. Uh, side note: We're all becoming Kraken fans because we just can't take
1: Heck yeah. it. Yeah, release the crack in.
2: So um, I th- one more thing 20, before we get. Away from it, but I think really where the where a lot of writers are thinking that uh, that the Blackhawks are in a rebuild is because I think the the emphasis on the goalie position is so high, like that's that's your foundation in a way. And you need someone who's elite in goal to be able to.
0: You do, you do you know, steal I, games I totally from understand. you, you know. Yeah. And so
2: maybe having a maybe having a pair of unproven goalies. In a sense, you know, and I'm saying Malcolm Subban hasn't been like the starter for an entire season, you know, like the number one guy. So he's unproven in that sense. But the thing the is, at the same I think, time, yeah. like, it, it's not exactly a rebuild. You just got to kind of develop those guys.
0: Well, and here so, lies, here lies the thing. Uh, before, sorry, Kevin, just one more thing. I'm sorry. Apologize. Uh, here lies the thing. Anthony Miami was our. He was the go-to. He was our goalie um, in the 2011 playoffs, the 2010 playoffs, Stanley Cup run. He was like, oh, Niemi uh, – I'm sorry, Niemi then uh, turned the ranks over to Corey Crawford in 2011, which everybody was pissed about because no one knew about Corey Crawford. No one knew that how good he would be. And, you know, it might be a similar situation. It might not be. Who knows? But that's what they're banking on. And, uh, you know, it is what it is for me. Goalies are – I don't know. Goalies are like running backs for me. They're expendable and I don't believe in overpaying them like Bob. So, okay. So
2: Connor Daly, might be your next great goalie.
0: So
1: the Blackhawks aren't rebuilding, they're retooling. So people need to calm down. Unless y'all trade Taze or Kane, then (laughs) start pounding the rebuild button. But I don't agree that goalies are your foundation. The playoffs this year proved that, like as long as you have a good defense, you can have your third trained goalie in there at Colorado
2: and be fine. Uh, they made it to the second round.
1: Yeah, but their goalie, their yeah. goalie. So, I mean, one, you one,
0: know, game, solid, uh, solid
1: defense. Like if you have the solid defense, your goalie's not getting those high danger chances a dozen times a game. With a good defense, your goalie has to save three or four high danger chances, and you're competitive. I mean. The Dallas Stars went all the way to the Stanley Cup final with their backup goalie. The Blues last year won the Stanley Cup with their backup goalie, who's now their starter, who then went to be in backup goalie again. What a wild ride for Bennington, it has been.
0: <laughs> no, he's definitely going to be the starter because Jake Allen went oh, to yeah. Montreal. Correct. Um Willie. But then, like,
1: Vancouver, Vancouver <laughs> you saw Marstrom get benched, and Dimco comes in, Dimko's on fire, and then Marstrom stays on the bench. So across the NHL, that we saw that goalie is not that important anymore. Yeah, it's important to have two good goalies, but you don't have to have a great starter. As long as you have decent or like decent goalies, you're fine.
2: It's still important though. You just got to find the right one. Which is also like I understand. I mean, you know, like if you're if if you're saying, well, Jordan Bennington was the was the third string goalie, and it's like, well, he was the right one all along. They just didn't know it, you know. So, like,
0: and they're banking on so, for like, going back on the Blackhawks. Okay, never mind. But going back <laughs> on Blackhawks, so yeah, I think they're banking on the fact that Subban sat behind Flurry. So I don't know. Well, he Subban, did sit behind Fleury for Subban long, sat long, behind Flurry for a long time. Subban sat behind Flurry,
2: and Delia sat behind Crawford. So. One of them right. had to have rubbed off on the other, right? I mean, yeah, I, absolutely.
1: I mean, I saw Subin play some games in Vegas. He didn't look bad. He just never got a chance
0: in Chicago. So now he has a chance to be. The number he will one. get his chance. I think he's going to become. He's going to become number one because Kyle didn't really like them. Because in the playoffs, he was their second string goalie. So we'll 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 see. Um, so, Ottawa traded the Senators, which are making some pretty big moves. They traded for Matt Murray, but then paid him $6 million a year for four years. Um, overpay? What do you guys think?
2: Uh, I think Oops. Ottawa was desperate for a goalie, and Craig Anderson just never gave it to him. and now they want to do everything in their power to get their be- the best goalie on the market this year and compete. But I, I don't know if it's gonna make a difference for them. Because, like, Kevin's, like be Kevin, like Kevin said, you still need the still need the defense to at least help. Like, a goalie can only do so much. You still need the entire team to at least play their part. Yeah, like Matt Murray isn't gonna be letting letting you hoist a cup next year. Like, but he's definitely gonna help you get to a reasonable spot.
1: Yeah. No, I think. Matt Murray maybe gives him an extra of four to five wins. You think that's fair to say? Nothing crazy. Like you're still going to be a lottery team. You still need that defense. Um, but yeah, like their offense showed flashes of potential last year. Anthony Duclair overperformed. Brady Kachuk is a merging superstar in this league until he gets straight to St. Louis, and then he will be a superstar. Wishful thinking here, and then yeah. Outside of that, I mean, you got what Logan Brown there. You got, I mean, you got what's his face, uh, Shabbat there, Shabbat, Sh- Shabbat. I like Shabbat. Um, like he's emerging star in this league, so they have pieces there, but they're still four years away from. Playoff run, maybe three. You guys think that's
2: fair? Uh, I mean, they still need pieces. That's the that's the problem. Like uh, another another team that you can look at are the Red Wings in that sense. Like, I mean, Jesus, they're what thirty nine points last year, and Stevie, why? I mean, it's just reloading that team to the max. Like, it seems like every. Every other day, he's making another move to get another free agent. Like, that's a, he could be like that, that type of franchise in Ottawa. Now you have your goaltender. Now you just got to go out and get the pieces and then draft some good pieces too. Like, I don't know. I, I think you're right in the sense where it could be three years, but maybe two if they really do it right.
1: Well, yeah, that's part. I don't trust Ottawa to do it right. <laughs> otherwise yeah you it's like buffalo like buffalo has pieces to where if they actually did it right they'd be good in a year which you're going to do prove on nhl
0: 20 here shortly <laughs> all right moving on from ottawa uh hope you went to vancouver uh i don't know the full year years on those on the ter- for the terms but he's definitely going to, uh, seattle like he doesn't have no move clause he's definitely going to seattle for sure and yeah, it's proven. Um, from Vancouver, Markstrom went to Calgary. Um, what do you guys think about Calgary? Calgary's reloading too, though. Uh,
1: Calgary's not rebuilding.
2: Uh How I feel about Calgary because Johnny Gaudreau doesn't want to play there. Like that, that's that's a really not well kept secret. And I don't know. Calgary's just that uh, just one of those teams. That I kind of look at and think you should be good, but you're not at the same time. You, you get to the playoffs, you act like you're going to make a good run, and then you just don't. You have all the pieces to do what you're supposed to, but maybe Markstrom's just that piece. And maybe maybe Goudreau is just frustrated about losing every single year. I don't know. Maybe that's just the motivation. Now maybe this is the piece that they need. <sighs> I, just, mean, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Calgary.
1: Who was your goalie last year? Was it Mike Smith? I think it was Cam Talbot.
2: Cam yeah, Talbot. that's
1: right, because the Oilers and Flames swapped goalies mm-hmm. in free agency last year. Um, yeah, Marchstrom's obviously a step up from Cam Talbot, and I think if they had from this past year, they beat the Stars. And then they'd probably go on and beat Vancouver.
0: They also signed Kristinev, so... Um, yeah. So
1: they're taking Vancouver
0: and uh, exactly. Yeah. Um,
1: I th- I think this makes Calgary better if they keep if they hold on to Johnny Hockey. Like I think they at least get to the second round next year, if not farther. I think this is a piece that they will benefit from because their defense has shown flashes of being good. Um, I think they have all the pieces to win the Pacific next year. Um, I think Vegas is probably going to win it, but I think Calgary is going to be competitive and right there. And I, I like the move. They still probably – I think if they do end up trading Doudreau, they should look and bolstering their defense because they have Marge Rodano, who's 39 years old. Um, so that's a concern. So that's where I think this is going is that this is going to make this seem more competitive, but it all depends on what Johnny Hockey does and what they do with him.
0: Uh, we'll talk about Crawford already, kind of. I mean, I don't know, deep, three point nine and then four million for the next year for two years. I think he just wanted to go for the money that New Jersey was offering. And honestly, I don't know if they're going to be that good even those two years with him. With him there, so they still don't have a solid core either.
2: I mean, I, I think Mackenzie Blackwood's still going to be their starter. <laughs> like, I don't want to. Th- so I like Mackenzie Blackwood. I think he's going to be a good a good goaltender in this league. I just hope that this signing doesn't make him look and say, oh, they're just bringing him in because they're giving up on me, which I don't think that's the case. I think that's just New Jersey just trying to make a big name splash in free agency because they've been pretty quiet so far. I, I just don't want that to ruin the goaltender relationship that they already have with Blackwood. So that, that was an interesting move to me, but there's been a lot of interesting moves this offseason too. Yeah. I agree. And then
0: Gustafson went to the Flyers, solid signing, Um, really gives him offense on the defensive side. So he's like a quarterback uh, for the defense. He's, he's pretty good. Pretty good signing for the Flyers. And then, last but not least, the King Henry, Henry Glundquist, went to the Caps. Um, hmm.
2: I don't know about that one either. Like, As long it, as Samsonoff
0: it, is healthy, I think he's going to be your starter, though. Yeah. It's, it's not
2: Samsonoff that I'm worried about. Like, You're basically telling me that Henrik Glundquist right now is a better goaltender than Braden Holby.
1: No, I don't think Which, that's their approach. I think they brought I don't, in Hank to be a mentor.
2: I don't either. But that's just that's just the logistical thing that I look at at it as, where I I, I don't know. There's been a lot of goalie swaps that. Chris,
1: you I literally know. sound depressed talking about Hank on the Capitals.
2: I'm I know I'm, I'm just getting really tired. <laughs> it's been a long day. That's
1: fair. It's two hours um, You time, So I
0: do a- golf for the third time in four days.
2: Well, maybe. But fourth time in four days. <laughs> <laughs> fifth time in four days. Whoa. Um dang, that's a lot of golf. But I want to see if this has any real development on Samsonoff. I really do. I think it will, but I don't I, I also want to know what the Capitals aim is right now. Like, are they going for a cup right now? Do they lose faith in Braden Holtby two years after he won him a cup? I
1: So here's my take on it. Yeah. Um I think they wanted Samsonov to get first goalie reps, so they needed to get rid of Holtby. Because obviously Holtby just won the Cup two years ago. He's going to want to be that starting goalie. So you, you get rid of Holtby. Samsonov gets promoted to number one. You bring in Hank, who's a proven Hall of Fame goalie caliber player. Mentally, he still is invested in the game. He still wants to be playing. He still wants to be there. And he took on that mentor role this past year. And... Uh, New York and now New York didn't need him anymore they're moving on to their youngsters so now he goes on to Washington to say hey I want you to learn from me I want to help you be the best school you can be and in the process say the Capitals get on another hot streak because their window's one inch from closing with how old they are so maybe Hank is like hey I'm going to help you be the best school you can maybe we get a ring and a cup because you got John Carlson there, Nicholas Backstrom, uh, Kuznetsov, Ovechkin, Oshie. You have all these pieces, but they're closing at the end of their window, so that team's going to really make a push next year. Uh, My only concern is they have a new coach now because for some reason they fired their coach already. So this new coach has a lot of work to do, and I think Hank hopes that this year is a winning year for the Caps.
0: And then there we go. What a mouthful. Uh, it was a busy, busy NHL free agency. I don't know if we'll ever spend this long before the season starts again on the NHL, unless someone makes a big name trade or a their splash in free agency again. Petrangelo but
1: Trangelo traded to the Blues.
0: Yeah, you know, all <laughs> you know, wishful thinking, but that ain't happening. So, you know, here we are. Also, to end the show off, I just wanted to let y'all know Coors has entered the seltzer or um coors now, coors beer, coors makes a seltzer. Yeah, it's apparently really uh, good. Yeah, four seltzers, black cherry, mango, grapefruit, lemon, lime. And with every pack that you buy, you will store five you will help restore five hundred gallons of fresh water to the country's rivers through partnership with the environmental environmental group. Change the course. I'm buying four packs then because I want to restore the country's river water. Take that. Everybody who does Okay, doesn't so
1: to? well perfect. Be. When you buy four of those, we'll come over for a fight. Next weekend and you'll have, yeah, your and couch I don't have my couch. You'll have no, your couch the You're gonna call I'm them and like, hey, it has to happen. Yeah, correct. Chris, you know
0: what time it is. Just take us home, sir. Take us home.
2: Oh boy, I will, as long as you don't sing again.
0: Well it's hundred percent happening.
2: Good lord, I'm tired. But it really doesn't matter out. how tired I am.
0: West but... Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, <laughs> Shenandoah River. Life is old there.
1: Thanks for subscribing than to our wonderful tree. podcast. We appreciate your listening and support. Under
0: if you
1: donate to our podcast, we'll let men stop singing. Like because we're tired of it too. Just country like you. Roads, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICMPod. Follow us, rate us, do all that good stuff.
0: We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thanks, guys. West Virginia, Mountain Baba, take me home, country roads. See ya. <laughs>